1: Football is back and we have you covered each weekday afternoon on Kicks Hot Mike with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests from Armando Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter. Plus, the top headlines and reaction to the college football and NFL weekends. The Chiefs go for Dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas And the Bills and Dolphins are also competent. Withrow, what about college football? Can you say three, Pete? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance while a cast of usual characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern across the Outkick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out outkick.com. NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. Outkick's Hot Mike with Hutton & Withrow.
3: Coming up on TMS, America,
1: we have the ports. Neither guinea nor pig. Pure frickin' water. Can't stand the guy, but I want his hair. I'd tap that cactus. That doesn't make any sense, so no. Distill my beating heart. What letter isn't in there? Seven. Man of the desert. Cactus fried kidneys. Canceling just to spite you with Tom. You shouldn't have to ask for recommendals with Nicole and Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
4: I hope you're not taking it out on your wife. What? I would never hurt my wife. That's not the rumor I started.
5: I hope that you get ran over.
1: The Morning Stream.
3: I wonder what kind of world we're opening the door on. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for February 1st, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. Today, with Bobby Frankenberger. Hello, Bobby.
1: Hello. Thank you for welcoming me.
3: Well, you know, you're always welcome. Uh, Bobby's here sitting in for Brian because he's got a physical therapy back thing today. Got a a last-second appointment and was like, oh, it's going to be Wednesday. What can we do? And I said, I'll bet Bobby can. And then you said yes, and then everything was fine. So, and that's uh, what happened. Yeah. That's uh, that's, that's the, the story. Truth. That is the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> We're glad to be here. Uh, nice to see you all. There's a few things going on today. Of course, the usual. We got Tom later. We got recommendals after that. Bobby, you even sent in a recommendal. Fantastic.
1: I sure did. I was prepared this time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Um, I think all four of us, uh, I think Randy and Nicole will be here today. So we got
1: full Ooh, wow. house on full that. Full house.
3: Yep. So that'll be fun. In the meantime... I just want to share, well, a short story with you people. All right, gather, so, gather round. Gather around the fire. You're all okay. Chat room. You're already here, so settle in. You know. In fact, you know what? Let's do. Uh, let's get a little something here. That's. Uh, you perfect have any for this. story time music? We use it. We usually use a sun core, but I'll use it today. It's yeah. uh, the dear Martha music from your average Ken Burns documentary, and um, and I'd like to share this interaction I had on Twitter. All right, here it is. Somebody posted the following and I replied to it. So I'll read what the first poster posted. Mm. Just because you have a piece of paper saying that you're an American doesn't mean that you have equal claim to this country or as those who can trace their ancestry on this land back to before the government that gave you that paper.
1: So this is just setting the scene for what the following conversation would be, right? Yeah.
3: And then I replied to it with a very simple reply. My reply was Native Americans were here first. Right. Not even looking for a fight, just kind of pointing out it's a there's a flaw in your weird xenophobic tweet about, you know, if you're if you're an immigrant to this country, like my brother, he got his naturalization when he was like 12 or something. Uh that he has any, you know, more or less claim claim, quote unquote, claim to this country than this guy does. And so I just wanted to point that out that like uh, you know, there were things before uh certainly before you were born you weirdo anyway so that's my only reply i just said native americans were here first that's it yeah. left left it in the ether some stranger i don't even know him just was in my timeline i get a reply Uh-oh. from a from a separ- separate dude not the same dude different dude
1: oh this is a this is a third person
3: a, a new challenger has entered a new challenger has entered the arena yeah and he says this then why didn't they found the us build ports and cities Okay, what? So that was his question <laughs> okay. And I replied in a way that you might not be surprised How I replied I replied thusly Wow I'm blown away by your knowledge <laughs> I said I have read a lot of incredibly stupid things On the internet since 1994 And I have to say In those 28 years or so I have never read anything this stupid Truly the new level of shit right here I said to him So again poking the bear a little bit I probably shouldn't be right. doing this. I try not to, but I was super annoyed so, by this sometimes answer. You
1: can't help yourself
3: because when people, when you say something like, uh, "Well, how about the indigenous people are here before?" and their answer is, "Why didn't they found us, build ports and cities then? How come they didn't? <laughs> how come they didn't invent beer? Like, what, what are you even talking? What are you even saying? Right? It's so <laughs> profoundly stupid. I couldn't not right. answer. So he replies after I said that. He says. Why didn't they build a single port? He's really hung up on this ports. This is what
1: that person said, right? Yeah,
3: he's really hung up on ports. I'm guessing he's Why got. Why didn't a, they
1: build a single port?
3: Yeah, he's probably got like five USB hubs at home because he just has to have more ports, all the ports. Anyway, <laughs> my answer to him was, "Keep digging. Use this; it will make it faster." And I attached a picture of a shovel. All right, <laughs> right. so I was getting a little snarky there, mm-hmm. Johnson snark. Yeah. Then he replied to me uh, with the following and I oh geez that's not supposed to play so loud I apologize uh he replied to me with the following he says uh oh no then I sorry I added to that oh and change your utter uh <laughs> this utter horseshit in your at your earliest convenience and then an attachment that was a picture of his profile where he was describing himself as a sensible centrist
1: Right. Oh, oh, shots fired. You're saying you're, you're calling him out. He's, I'm not even he saying centrist, centrist is the
3: problem. I'm saying sensible is the problem because what are you, right. t- you know? <laughs> that, that is some horseshit right, right there. So right. then he writes, Can you actually state an argument? I said, yeah. Can you? <laughs> he said, Where are the ports? Where are the
6: ports? Where are the ports. the ports?
3: And then I said, That's not an <laughs> argument. And I linked a definition to argument on Merriam-Webster dictionary. <laughs> He's not replied as of this of this reading. So maybe, uh, maybe yeah.
1: he didn't re- really didn't know what an argument was.
3: <laughs> he might not. Maybe I you know this whole time I, you know he just didn't know. I don't know. Look, man, I'm not. I try to stay out of stu- really stupid conversations where clearly I'm dealing with somebody who's either really young or just trolling or whatever it is. Like it doesn't even matter. Right. 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 But this one just got under my skin. It just annoyed well, what me. What
1: is it about ports? Does it, does like a port, does, does, <laughs> does the country the port make?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't
3: know. Like it, the, the idea that if you don't have, all right, let's say you've got, I don't know, uh, take any time or era. And, and is your, is the complaint if you have, if you have ports, you're, you're great. If you don't have ports, you're not. And therefore, I, like if some, okay, here you go. How about this? we're we are who we are now and let's say somebody comes to this country with some vastly superior technology or whatever it may be they come to the shore with it although they'd come by air probably but whatever it is whatever equivalent to you know explorers hitting north america and central america back then whatever that equivalent would be today whatever superiority they would have and they came here and they went oh well, the people that are already here. Are no big deal. We're just gonna, given our strength and our and our uh, our guns and our willingness to shove them to the side. We're just gonna push them all into what we'll call reservations or whatever little yeah. little zones uh, around the country. And then let's say he's one of those dudes in a modern version of this. Mm-hmm. So that so now what's your what's your argument now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You were you were yeah. second level indigenous because you were born here. Okay, fine. I'll give you that, but now you've been pushed into th- this hole too. So, so, th- and the new guys are going. Well, it's ours now, and now we're going to build spaceports. And yeah, um, they're going to build spaceports. And, <laughs> Why didn't you build a
1: spaceport if you if you, this was your country? Wh- where's your spaceport? Right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 and
3: then what? And then what's your argument? Like he's just. It's just so narrow of a view. Above point of view that I couldn't let it go. So this is two things. This is me confessing that I broke my own rule this year. I was not going to engage in this kind of bullshit at all. Mm. I was going to avoid it. Yeah. But man, I don't know why this one just jumped out of me. Couldn't have been. Does he
1: think it in the reverse direction? Does 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 this person think that if you want to found a country, all you have to do is build a port? Yeah. See, that's weird to me because
3: you you could argue there are lots of countries in the world that don't have any. You know, what is even a port? What does that mean? A port? Does he mean trade? Does he mean like there's no nuance to this dude's this dude's brain? Or he's just trolling hard, and it's entirely possible that he is. Okay? And that I fell for a yeah. troll. I'm not saying it's not possible. This stuff's happened before. But it didn't matter. This is one of those interactions where I was just like, if I'd have met this person in real life, I would have had this. I would have had to have had this conversation. Like yeah. in a restaurant, if I overheard someone behind me going, well, if you didn't have ports or cities, and you don't belong here, or whatever. I would I have turned can, around and said something.
1: Yeah, I think we can get some insight onto this person's... Um, where they're thinking. Just at the very beginning, you said Native Americans were here first, and the first thing they said is... And why didn't they found the U.S.? Yeah, why as didn't they if, found the US? as if the United States is like an inevitability? <laughs> well, see, all right. No, I think you touched
3: on it. I think you touched on this. Uh what's that divine or no? What's, what's the name of it? There's a thing term for this.
1: Oh, the the Manifest Destiny. Manifest
3: Destiny. People get that yeah. in their head really hardcore, be partly because it's been pounded into their head really hardcore for years. And uh the older I get, the more I realize just it, that can be that's an insidious little thing that gets under your yeah. skin and just like yeah. starts to eat away at your at your morality and I hate it I freaking hate it because I love my country I love the United States of America I love living here I'm glad I was born here I like a lot of things about it we got our problems but I'm I'm a proud American but I'm not stupid as dirt like Mr. <laughs> Ports and Cities over here I can look at things realistically and and make an honest assess- assessment of our own complicated history it's not that hard,
1: you know? Right. Anyway. Also, they probably did have ports. <laughs> yeah, probably did. They probably had coastal stuff. They were just small they, fishing ports. Right. Like they didn't have giant cities. <laughs> yeah,
3: neither did we when we got here, by the way. Right, like We didn't just right. show up and go, New York, poof! There it is. Look at New York with its shining, glistening, uh, tall things and right. whatnot. So that didn't happen. We didn't do that. So they just have this idea in their heads. It's all in their heads. Yeah. It's this made up freaking story. And I don't know why they don't have a moment in their life where they're sitting there, you know, pouring over a burger and fries and just think to themselves. Well, wait a minute. Maybe it's more nuanced than I think it is. They don't have that moment. And they're going to grow into be a gr- a grumpy old piece of shit sitting in their lazy boy yelling at the TV convinced that this has always been the way. Right. Uh, that annoys me. And that's yep. true. Uh New York was once New Amsterdam, but very briefly. <laughs> yeah. As we've learned from the Why
1: they changed it I can't say.
3: It's cuz the Giants showed up. All, yeah, people uh, just
1: liked it better that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
3: <coughs> so start you off on a, in a trolley mood, but I also got a I got a text about Bobby or for Bobby, all right?
6: Mm, I
1: love it when you get these.
3: Yeah, they're great <laughs> because you know, you you deal in um science. Discussion yeah. when you're on the show, and so I think a lot of people, if they hear anything that goes off the their version of the wagon, yeah, uh, they they want to pipe in. I'm not sure this is what that is, but anyway, here it is. Let's, let's uh, read this thing. Came to us at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Here's a TMS comment. Bobby was talking about uh, a rudder on his airplane. Mm-hmm. I work yep, at just Gol- yesterday. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's not technically your airplane. It's a an airplane. That's correct. It's the one you fly. Is it always the same when you go on there? It
1: is the it is always the same one they have a trainer airplane that they use and so it is always the same one but you're right it's not my airplane i'm i'm just renting it when i'm using it. and
3: when you do is that a, on purpose that it's always familiar and you're not working in different environments and stuff like that
1: oh i'm sure i'm sure this this is a smaller flight school right now so they only have the one trainer airplane um so i don't know how it's always done at other schools but i would assume that they like to keep you in the same plane if they have more than one
3: that would make sense right because the controls are going to be just a little different
1: you yeah, know? and you want to you want to get good at one set before you start like throwing around a bunch of different kinds.
3: That's right. All those different the different the very different flavors you can get of plane.
1: <laughs> yeah, lots of different flavors. That's right.
3: So it says I work at Gulfstream, where we build aircraft. Gulfstream's a, I guess, an aircraft manufacturer. Why do I not know this? Mm-hmm. Is that a name yep. I should know? I guess I should know that.
1: I don't yeah, know it's that. A pretty pretty big one.
3: I always just think of Boeing. Uh, uh, what's the British Airways? I guess British Airways.
1: Yeah, they 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 make jets. Um, a lot of a lot of private jets are Gulf Streams.
3: Um, so yeah, for some like whatever reason, I've G- heard seven
1: hundred, Gulf- the G five hundred, all those G planes. Oh, okay,
3: well. I didn't realize that. I'd always I'd heard the term Gulf Stream. I didn't know they made. I don't know why I didn't know that. It's weird. Anyway, so they make private jets and stuff. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, says so I had just started in the accounting department. And my boss asked me to email a guy about the rudder from an earlier meeting. I had no idea about airplanes yet. Oh, that must have been a little scary. (laughs) My email referenced the rudder. And that guy sent my boss and I an email uh, that the new guy needed to know how to spell parts of the plane. Because he spelled it R-U-T-T-E-R instead of R-U-D-D-E-R.
1: Right? Right, Exactly. It's got D's, not T's. Yeah.
3: So uh, the typo uh, frightened him, I guess. Anyway... Uh, needs no, let's see, he got me. Oh, he <laughs> gave me a hard time for that about uh, for years. Still at Gulfstream over 23 years, and I will uh, research parts in the system before I screw up again. Well, that's good to hear.
1: That's <laughs> yeah. good to hear. That's a, that's very funny and probably was very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, no, right? I, I agree.
3: Yeah, uh, do you ever want to okay, what is there a future where Bobby's flying a private plane,
1: you know, like my own plane that I own?
3: Well, no, no, like you're hired to like. By by, I don't know. You're flying Post Malone around the country, or something like that.
1: Something so like I would that. love to. Be, you'd have to be a commercial pilot with a commercial license to to. If you're a private pilot, so there's basically three general levels of pilot licensing, and um and they're the private pilot. There's more than this, I will say. So save your emails, people. I do know that there are more than this. Um, but uh, there's a private pilot. There's a commercial pilot and then there's an ATP pilot, which is an airline transport pilot. okay um, So the highest level is airline transport. you gotta that's that's you're flying for the airlines. but a commercial pilot is is anybody who gets paid to fly a plane. So as a private pilot with only a private pilot's license, I cannot fly a plane for money. Mm. Um, it's illegal. Oh and, I, I, pff, I didn't know that. that seems yeah
6: a
3: little harsh. How do they ever it's ever a, get pilots then?
1: does that work? Well, you just have to get a. You just have to go and get your commercial license. It's more more training. It's um, maybe the next step after after you're a private pilot. You usually get an instrument rating after that, and then many people go on after an instrument rating to get their commercial license. Okay. Um, and it's just you just you're learning to be an you know more proficient and an expert at flying. Okay, that makes um, sense. But uh, but I would love to be a commercial pilot. Actually, I think it would be really amazing to to get to fly and get paid to do the thing that I love doing. Uh, but you have to have vision that is corrected to 2020. You can still be blind in one eye. That's fine. But in the vision that you do have, it has to be corrected to 2020. And it's not clear. It's most doctors have told me that my vision can only be corrected to 2025 because of just a just a, a defect in my eye because I have what's called a nystagmus. It moves around. It shakes.
3: Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, so that'll, okay. That That's yeah. interesting. So that's, so that's too much of a variation. That seems pretty slight. It's not very much.
1: Yeah, and I do want to get to my eye doctor and, like, say, look, just, I'm not going to be devastated if I can't get a commercial license. It's it's always in my, I've always thought that I won't be able to, mm-hmm. but I want to go to my doctor and be like, look, is there anything that is possible to do to correct this to 2020? Just, just because if, if it is possible, then maybe I would start thinking in that direction. But if it's not, I want to know so I can stop just so it's, that's a door I can close. Yeah, You, you can know just I mean? say,
3: well, all right, I can't do that. Right, I'm surprised.
1: It, like I said, it won't break my heart or anything because I've I assume that I can't, okay. but I would like to.
3: So the 2020. This is a dumb question. I'm going to get heat for this. The 2020 thing is per eye. It's not both eyes somehow. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Um. Yes. Yeah. Y- yeah. Because 2020, the the two numbers don't refer to the two eyes. It refers to um how close you have to be in order to see. The same things that a person with, with perfect vision can see at a different so so a better example instead of thinking about it twenty twenty to understand what what it means is it's easier to think about non perfect vision so if your vision is twenty thirty yeah then what a what a person with twenty twenty vision can stand and see at thirty feet away yeah. you have to stand twenty feet away to see the same thing
3: oh it's feet. I didn't know that.
1: I don't know if it's feet it, it might just be it could I don't just think be it units. matters if it's feet or meters or, whatever. or anything because right. it's really just a ratio.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. So
1: if you have 20/50 vision, then then what you can see what you have to be 20 feet away from to see someone else with with 20/20 20, 20 vision could be 50 feet away from it to see.
3: Well, the good news is this, so. you have better eyesight with one eye than I have in both my eyes t- total. Like, what's yours? I don't remember the number, but it's not even anywhere close to 2025. I mean, it's it's good enough to see for what I need to do for right. functioning. But if I needed to fly a plane, I don't think they'd let me. I'd be like, what's that? Oh, it's a bird. Where is it going? Right into our engine. Oh, no, I was wrong. It's a freaking Russian MiG, and we're all going to die. Like, I I think I would misread that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's yeah. a di- like it's definitely a distance thing, right? Like, you want to be able to see far enough. Like close enough. Yeah. You got guys. You got guys in that cockpit are like sixty year old pilots who, you know, they got atrophied muscle movement in their eyes, so they're they still got the good long distance, but they got to use you know readers for for short stuff.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it's not it's not as much about seeing things that are far away, which seems counterintuitive because you're you're giving the example of a plane out right. in the distance. It's about seeing the instruments in front of you and stuff inside the plane.
3: Oh, that's more important. Well, I'd be okay with. Yeah, then. I yeah, might, yeah. I might make it because I think I can do. Well, I don't know. It might not be twenty twenty, but I think I can do twenty twenty ish right here, like instrument yeah, and, distance. And you can be a private
1: pilot with twenty twenty ish. Oh, that's true because you're just getting hired like a contractor, and off you go. Well, you're not. You can't get paid at all as a private. And it's it's funny, um, because you have to be careful about that. Some people will, like, get together and, like, I could say. Like uh, me and some friends, be like hey, let's go on a trip. Yeah, um, I'll fly us in my plane if I had one. Yeah, or I'll rent a plane and we'll go, and everybody pitch in for for fuel and for the rental costs and all that kind of stuff. You have to be really careful because if the FAA for some reason decides to view that as them paying you to fly them, then you can get in trouble. <laughs> oh,
3: so wait, so how does like Post Malone's got a private jet? How does mm-hmm. he pay the guy that flies it?
1: You know what I mean. The person who's flying it is probably a commercial pilot, so that they can be paid to fly.
3: Okay, I get it now, but you yeah, can't just the like only dis- a-
1: that's that's the main distinction between private and commercial pilot.
3: Okay, so that's just a gig for them, like it would be working for Delta. It's just a different gig.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're just like a limo driver. Okay. They call. They often even call the the airline transport pilots. They call them bus drivers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh man. That, isn't, that seems derogatory somehow I don't know why
1: yeah it's funny that I don't think they like being called that but the airline pilots are are definitely viewed as like the the up the high echelon the upper echelon of of pilots you mm. have to you the the industry standard is you cannot even they won't even consider you to be a pilot at an airline if you don't have at least 2500 hours of flight time oh my lord. Yeah. That's
3: almost as much time as I spent in uh, Skyrim one time. Hey, anyway, let's do this now. <laughs> I'm coughing because I spent so much time on that treadmill. Uh, look who's joining us all the way from uh, another part of South Carolina. It's Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian.
4: Oh hi, Scott and Bobby.
3: Oh hi. Hey, hey, what's hi. going on? How man? are you
4: guys doing
1: today?
3: Pretty good.
1: What I'm are you doing, doing? Well, I'm looking cool. out the window and seeing that the weather's not too bad today. How's it in your neck yeah, of the woods?
4: Not too bad. It's supposed to rain all week, and I'm only
1: seeing sunshine. Mm. That's right. Holding it down here in South Carolina. How? Uh,
3: what's the temperature right now? Uh,
4: around, a little too outside. warm for me, really. <laughs> yeah, it's around, uh, I went for a walk earlier. It was in the 60s with the sun yep. beaten down. My light jacket turned into a sweat box.
3: Yeah, mm, you yeah. bastards. It's 17 degrees here. Yeah. We could not. I would not have that experience. Here, so. <laughs> yeah. Although it's hotter in Alaska, Ethan, uh, says Ethan Kane. AKA Give it a couple good-
1: months, you'll be laughing at us.
3: Okay, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, well, it's good to have you, you here, uh, Brian. We're gonna play a game. It's a little different than we usually do. We're gonna call it Bobby's game or something. I don't know. It sounds like a, Bobby's, Bobby's game. book or it sounds like a book or a movie. Anyway, we're gonna do that. Oh, I'm thinking of Gerald's game. That's why it sounds familiar. Anyway, this is right. nothing like Gerald's yeah, game. And movies.
4: Bobby's world. <laughs> yeah, nobody's yeah.
3: going to tie anybody up and then die of a heart attack and leave you to starve on a bed. Okay? That's not going to ah,
4: happen here. Let's yeah, just wait not count see. it out
3: yet, yeah. Uh, here's the fun mm-hmm. part about mm-hmm. this, though. We're not taking live calls, but we are going to uh, ask that if you want to win the prizes I'm going to send out, which I'll tell you about in a second, then you need to send me a DM in uh, Discord. I'm going to take the sixth person, number six, just slide, and Just slide DMs. into my yeah. DMs, and uh, that person will receive a frog pants print and sticker pack, and I will send it anywhere in the world, absolutely free. And it will include Whoa. one of these new lake run stickers featuring Bo Schwartz of the Core Podcast jumping into a lake uh, to take a dump. <laughs> no,
1: uh, these I'm are disturbed. Any, uh, do you have any listeners who are doing research in in Antarctica? Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I bet we could ask. <laughs> hey, any be,
3: listeners? It'd be do... hard to send it to there. Yeah, it would be hard to send it to there. But if, but even if they are, I think it'll go anywhere we send it. I think anywhere, any that anywhere that has a receiving address, I think I can do it. Even if it costs money, I don't care. We're doing it. So uh, if you want to win care. that, uh, you got to be number six. We'll watch for that in a second. But in the meantime, Bobby's got a, a game for us. Bobby, how does this yep. work, and how are we going to do it?
1: It's here? a it's a simple game. I'm going to present Scott and Brian Dunaway with statements that might be true or false, and they have to decide which one it is. I'll keep score. You're going to take turns, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll see who can who can logic out the most correct answers. Okay. 50 like 50 the best yeah yeah who c- who can flip coins the, the most <laughs>
3: <best>? all right because <laughs> isn't the, <laughs> the, the most rule, accurately the thing with coin flipping is you do it long enough you end up with a perfect 50 50 average right yeah yeah that that's a,
4: well a as long works. as the coin is all equal i mean if not one side coin. of the coin a heavier
3: right if it's a fair coin yeah what's a not fair coin like mm-hmm. a weighted one or something
4: coin that might be weighted more on one side than the other could have imperfections that could uh, skew the the uh, statistics
3: a little bit. But, but aren't you know, all coins, the, 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 the U.S. Mint doesn't go through trouble to try to make sure a quarter is exactly weighted properly with the head side. Well, I Tesla. know,
4: but I mean, you've ever gotten a quarter in your pocket and like, wait a minute, what's wrong with this quarter? It looks like it got
3: ran over by something or, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, the, <laughs> the ones that are flat on one side, sure, I get that. Or the ones that have yeah. heads on both sides, joke coins. Oh, yeah, joke coins. <laughs> Those are good. I could use a joke coin. Anyway, let's see if we can joke our way through these coins. Uh, Bobby, yep. lay it on us. What are, what's our first card? I guess I'll, we're going I'll back asking forth.
1: questions, and we'll go through it. You tell me when we've got time for one more, because I'm not keeping track of the time. Okay. Um, That's cool. And, uh, and we'll see. Right. So the first one will go to... Um, I'm going to flip a coin in my head, and it will go to Brian Dunaway. All right. Do it. All right. Here's the statement. You tell me if this is true or false. Here we go. All All right, guinea give it, pig... Give it, give it. Wait until I get to the end because there may be statements you want to declare true or false.
3: Oh yeah, so this isn't a rush to
1: this isn't a rush to hit a button or based. anything, right? Right, right. Okay.
4: Yeah, based on the based on the final twist, yes, I got yep. you. All right. True. Guinea, pig, guinea pigs.
1: Guinea pigs poop constantly, and that is that is true. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> guinea pigs poop constantly uh-huh. and often in the places where they eat, which is surprising because. Despite coming from their own bodies, their poop is highly toxic and could kill them if accidentally ingested.
3: Oh, I think I know this. I raise guinea pigs.
4: I've had some uh, rodents in my house, but we've never had a a
3: guinea pig. They're neither guinea Uh, nor pig. I don't know why they're called that. They don't look anything like a pig.
1: And they aren't from Guinea. They're not from
3: from Guinea Guinea. or New Guinea. Any of the guineas. Anyway.
1: That should have been the question. Um, I'm trying to think,
4: uh, yeah, so I mean, so it's deadly poisonous, like not just yeah, poisonous. So, so the crux deadly. of
1: this question is that their poop yeah. is highly toxic and could kill them if accidentally ingested.
4: They poop pretty dry, so... <laughs> Do they? I'm going to go, yeah, pellets and stuff. Sure. I'm going to go true, true. That's
1: your I don't that's feel your good answer? about
4: it, but I'm... I'm not. I don't feel good about it. I'm going true. Going true.
1: All right. Well, the answer is false. Oh. <laughs>
3: oh well.
1: That was an appropriate. That's noise, our new. But, oh, I should have uh,
3: mentioned. If you get it right, you'll hear that. If you get it wrong, there's there's that.
1: All right. It's Does false. That get, it's false. Okay. Does this mean as
4: anything? They can eat it and re- recycle it thirty times.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the That's the thing. And some people in the chat room have have hit it on the head. They might be guinea pig owners. Um, guinea pigs eat their own poop as a matter of normal everyday function.
3: Yeah, they're not. Um, it's not nah, weird nah, nah, to nah, them nah. at all. They don't see it as right. off. The way they
4: do it. So instead yeah. of a instead of a second, third, or fourth stomach, they just poop it out and process it twice.
1: Right. Well, yeah, it's similar to how cows eat cud. In fact, right. Um, it's just coming out the other end. Yeah. Uh, you know what's crazy? Rabbits, do, rabbits st- do this as well.
3: Yeah, rabbits do it as well. I was going to say, and so do, um, ferrets will sometimes eat their own poop and act like it's normal. Uh, yeah, see, a, I don't have any of those nasty animals. We did, and it's a mistake. <laughs> Never get a ferret. They freaking stink. They stink yeah. so oh, bad.
4: And they're the worst and they can get in the tightest little spots and you can't get them out. I had a friend who had one. They're You've
3: adorable and that. you just think, oh, I want to cuddle with that and have it run all around my arms. And you know, that all sounds fun until you get one, and then you realize I bought the stinkiest animal on the planet. It's so bad. Ugh. You may as well have bought just the the tail end of a bonobo monkey just bought his bu- bought his <laughs> butthole. That's it. That's, that's what you get with a ferret. Uh, yeah. so that means no points for Brian so far.
1: My turn. No, so so points, far, no for points
3: Brian. Yep.
1: yep. I they the eat their own poop. It's how they do. They just for more nutrition, they want to get every bit of nutrition they can out of it. So right. That's right. It. <laughs>
6: um,
1: all right. You ready, Scott? Yeah, I'm ready. Give it. Here's the next one. The brightest star in the sky. Of the northern hemisphere yeah. is the star Sirius, located near the constellation Are you serious? Orion.
3: <laughs> yes, I'm serious. A nice shed. Light that's the on statement.
1: You. The brightest star is the star Sirius.
3: Uh, in the in the sky of our
1: well, in the, in yeah
3: of our of our viewable universe of our that planet. we can see
1: of our planets of, no, of the northern hemisphere at least, which is really honestly yeah. that's the best hemisphere. Let's be honest. it's
3: pretty good. No <laughs> offense to all you guys down low there. You have some good weather though, some of you. Um, uh, I'm going to say that that is a little outside of my wheelhouse, but I'm going to say I'll say sure, true, it's true. I don't true? know.
1: You're saying true? Yeah. All right, you're sh- you're you're sure it's not something like Polaris, the North Star?
3: No, I'm well, I maybe, but I'm sticking with my answer. I'm going to say true. All right,
1: it is true. You're right. Yeah, woo! <laughs>
3: That's one point. I was for was hoping
1: Scott. I was hoping to maybe get you with that North Star thing.
3: Well, I, I could tell you were, that helped me, con- that confirmed I needed to double down. That confirmed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. your your answer had already been locked in when I tried to tease you with that, but I thought maybe you'd already known about the North Star. But anyway, no. a lot of people do think that the brightest star is Polaris, the North Star, and that that's why we people use it to navigate, but that's not true. It's not the brightest star. In fact, it's like the 50th brightest star.
3: But it's good for navigation, though, right?
1: It's, yeah, it is good for navigation, though. Do you know why?
3: Is it because it's not the brightest star and it's a little easier to track? Like it's,
4: that doesn't
1: uh, make any sense. So no, <laughs> right? All right. It's kind of by.
4: It's more in an area by itself. Maybe
1: it it's, is it's about where it's located. The, it's high.
4: It's high in the sky.
1: Is that the deal? Maybe it's it's because it's located above the celestial pole, which is above the oh. the uh, the the part of the sky above the North Pole that doesn't move. So it always right? will guide you to north. Less wobble.
3: So it's a uh, it's okay. re- it's reliable. You can count on it. That's the other thing. Yes. Okay. Very All right. reliable. That's why old maritime. That's not ship a star. People... That's Mars. Yeah. How would you? <laughs> Brian, do you see the big bear on Mars? The big bear face? Have you, not, have big, you seen that? bear face. Big I, bear face. I guess i yeah. got to send cute. you that if you haven't seen it. It's cute. It's really cute. All right. Anyway, there's that. All right. Next up. Oh, it's Brian's turn again.
1: Yep. Scott's got a point. Yes, he does. Scott's
3: right. got a point
1: all right here we go here's the next one now some of these are leftover ones that we didn't use before so if i accidentally uh repeat a question please let me know because i might not have marked it off and said i asked it (laughs) all right all right here's the question water this is it it's very simple water Water is not true (laughs) (laughs) you got it
6: you got it it. (laughs) dude.
1: wow water does not conduct electricity oh that feels like a trick
4: that does feel like a trick. <clears throat>
1: yep. But I think you're to up to the water. challenge. You got this. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just outside. It's it's against the rules. <laughs> right. I mean, they oh, always talk oh, I don't like want to help. I don't want to help
3: you, never mind. I was going to say something. Right. Yeah. Trying to win here. Oh.
4: Because it feels like a trick and I don't feel like thinking too hard about it. Oh. Water does not conduct electricity. Is what you're saying?
1: That's correct. The, that's the statement. The, so,
4: right, pure water does not conduct electricity. Is basically what we're saying. That
3: is what we're saying.
4: Yeah, you you can but change the words will, if you want. Yes, right. But water, water. When we think of water, we we think of we we say, oh, it's H two O. But there's a lot of things in water that is not H two O. That's true. That Maybe so. So if conducted. you want
1: me to define water, I will say H two O. Yes.
4: Just H two O, yeah, like pure yep. freaking water. Say, yeah, I'm going to say that no, water itself H two O does not. I think it's the, I think it's the bed for it. Yes, yeah, I'm going to say that's what I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. You're
3: going to say so no. So you're it was, saying it's. So you're saying I'm, the I'm saying, saying
4: water true. does not correct. Water does not conduct electricity. I'm about to be educated. Do it to me, Bobby. Give <laughs> well, me an <that> education.
1: Well. <laughs> It is true. Oh, nicely done. Well done. It is true. It's surprisingly true. Water does not conduct electricity. And you hit it, the nail on the head, Brian, it's pure water, is actually an insulator. It does not conduct electricity. So wait a minute. If I'm in a tub and someone
3: drops a uh, toaster in there, that's plugged in oh you got so you got so much
4: stuff in that water that is not h2o <laughs> that
1: is right there so is, is so much filth in that water is that it's what it does is that
3: what it is then the impurities
4: that in there is and stuff? exactly
1: what it is the okay. reason water seems to conduct electricity and is famous for conducting electricity is because it has a bunch of impurities or ions in the water which which do transmit electrical charge it's, um, it's, in fact, a common science experiment to add salt to water and make it more conductive.
3: Oh, yes. don't do that. Don't take um, a salt bath and then dump your radio in there. Don't do that. You
1: should not rely on this fact, though, because it's very, right. very <laughs> hard to have pure water. Yeah, that's true. Yes. We're, we're not even once, talking about like, uh, your,
4: yeah. And once you put your body part in there, <laughs> it's no longer pure water. You yeah. were like sloughing off all kinds of crap.
1: Yeah. Once you put it into a glass, once you expose it to air, it is not pure anymore. Yeah.
3: So. Well, I don't know what body part you're putting in there, but I like the way you said it. <laughs> big, I like toe. Big, right, toe right. big toe. Do you only with put the, the one fungus? body
1: part into the bath?
3: I mean, if you had to put one, in, well, you always go feet first, right? So it's your feet, your nasty ass feet. That's the deal.
6: It's your next DS
3: feed. we are currently sitting at a one to one tie at the moment. That's correct. That's correct. No matter what, the sixth person who writes me gets the prize, by the way. There's no real there's nothing. This is just for for bragging rights. Yeah, it's just for funds. I just want to make sure we gave something out. So all
1: right. What's my next one? All right, here's another one. Ready? Yeah. The statement is for Scott an asteroid hitting the earth killed all the dinosaurs.
6: Woohoo!
3: Um I mean, that's such a blanket statement. I'm going to say false because I don't think all the dinosaurs were killed. Plus, it took time. It wasn't like, bam, everyone's dead. There was, you know, basically the equivalent of nuclear fallout. There was cloud, you know, dust in the clouds carrying from continents, all that stuff. So, I'm going to say no, it's false that they were killed because I think it's the way you asked the question. So, yes, false.
4: (laughs) I like the idea of thinking of all the dinosaurs huddled up and then the asteroid <laughs> hitting them right I like that idea they all yeah, got together
1: too. they saw it coming and they were like oh let's uh what right. is that because uh- <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I think we got here. Like- I ride us I ride us
4: here let's all gather together like I was thinking like
3: right. alligators crocs lizards um, monitors that kind of stuff snakes whatever. Birds, even birds, like they they made it, and they didn't make it in one hour. So like they all went, "All right, right." I was I was shorting in the water. I'm good. I don't I don't think it was that. So I'm gonna say no. Right.
1: Well, the the real answer is false. You're right. You're correct. It's uh, the asteroid you're hitting here. By the and cold. And, <laughs> were you good at those types of like SAT questions, true false questions? You, I was because you because yeah. you're that's a good strategy, which is. Which is large all encompassing statements tend to be false, right? Yeah,
3: they're, they're, right. that's true. Also so my SATs were always really good, except for math.
1: Terrible. Yeah.
6: Terrible.
3: Just a horrible math student. Oh my gosh. I'm so horrible. Yeah. I know. So the, that, I know it's two is, to one so, right now. That's the only math I know for sure. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the uh I was counting though in this statement. I was counting all the fallout from from the from the asteroid, like all those clouds you were talking about. Yeah. But still, the asteroid and and its, you know, the 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 subsequent winter that right, followed right. from all the stuff in the atmosphere. Di- only it, it, when it struck, it did kill eighty percent of all life on Earth. Oh my um, lord! But it did not kill all the dinosaurs. It killed a lot of the dinosaurs, but mostly those that were over fifty pounds. You yeah, the biggins. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the small dinosaurs survived. And guess what? If you knew that birds, like you did, if you knew that birds, and you you hinted at this, and you said it. i yeah. watched Jurassic if, Park. Yeah, we know. If birds evolved from dinosaurs, <coughs> then of course they couldn't have all died, mm-hmm. or they couldn't have evolved mm-hmm. in, into birds.
3: Or they wouldn't have been too that quick, or they wouldn't have been already all set and ready to rock as birds. You know, like they weren't. I all love like,
4: watching. Uh, <laughs> I love watching documentaries where they fully feather out dinosaurs.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Make them colorful. Oh, love feathered that. up dinosaurs are badass, dude. I think yeah, cool. all colored up and everything. Yeah, love it. instead of just slate gray looking things. I, I like. That yeah, instead of lot. slate naked. Yeah. <laughs> we have no idea. Dinos. We have no idea. I mean, we have an idea, but we don't have the perfect idea. Anyway, all right. So it's two to wait. Two to. Yeah, two to one, two to Brian. Two to one. The pressure's
4: two. on. True or false? The score is two to one.
1: <laughs> um, all right, you ready for one, Brian? Yeah. Give me it. All right, here's the statement. Many species of cacti contain significant stores of water that can be used as an emergency source in the desert. Any? <laughs> <sighs> now, I didn't say all. This isn't one of those all-or-nothing statements. Many species of cacti contain Tricky. significant stores of water that can be used as Tricky. an emergency source in the desert right if you've seen movies i no, don't TV. drink
4: cactus water isn't that like super dangerous to drink cactus water
3: well only
1: that's, i don't know that's the question well, i guess
3: that is the question if he tells you that <laughs> then you probably get the answer
4: i feel like i'm being tricked i'm gonna say false because they they drink okay so drinkable water right potable water
1: yeah something you could drink right. and not die yeah, an emergency source. You don't have anything to drink. Emerge- you need. to oh. might you, not you taste tap, the best. Tap
4: a cactus. Now, now emergency source has got me backing out. Now I don't I'm 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 breaking each word. I'm I'm writing a synest diagram over
3: here and going. <laughs> mm, mm,
1: mm. What does he you, mean by emergency? You've beamed down right, to a what planet.
3: What does uh, Kirk's like? What, hey, don't die, red shirt. And the red shirt says, I'm "What does this is cactus. mean? Yeah. What does is mean?" I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> ask Clinton. He kn- he knew what it is meant.
4: I'm gonna just for fun. I'm gonna say just to break everybody's belief because that's what everybody thinks. So I'm gonna go counter to what everybody thinks and go. I'm just gonna blow everybody's mind and go. No, okay, false. Not false. False. That, that Yeah, don't be, don't be drinking none of that cactus water juice. It's liquid. It's not really like water. It doesn't like. Yeah, it's like goo. <laughs> it's like the
3: thickened like liquid. Aloe, right. Yeah, it's like aloe. Yeah. yeah. I
4: think as, it is.
1: As a as a man of the desert, do you already know the mm-hmm. answer to this?
3: Uh well man of the desert I don't actually know for sure <laughs> th- I'm pretty sure that it's not the liquid water people think it is I don't think you can just wring it out I think it's like aloe and not very I, I just can't imagine this is going to be good you're going to get sick at the least is my guess so I'm thinking his is yeah. yeah, then you're
4: going to lose and... more water yeah. it's kind of like you're in the ocean, surrounded by water. Don't drink it.
1: Yeah, right. It's like right. that. So 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 Brian Dunaway is correct. The answer is false. Nicely done. <laughs> never never try to get sustenance from a cactus in the desert. It um, hurts.
6: <laughs> <very> well done.
1: <laughs> Most cacti are in fact toxic. You should not eat them. Um, uh, they have an alkali poison in them, and it'll fry your kidneys. You'll be done. Yeah, nice.
4: Um, Everything about a cactus says back
1: off. Yeah, get yeah. Al- get the hell yeah. away from me. Yeah, exactly. Why would you want to mess yeah, with that? Yeah, and in fact, they've evolved to be poisonous because, guess what? We're not the only ones who would want to get water from them no. in the desert. Right there no. are other animals there. In
3: fact, we're, so, we're, close, we're probably close to the last who would, you know? There's other...
1: Yeah, uh, so so in order to make it so that other animals won't try to seek them out for water, they're poisonous. They yeah. they, they protect themselves by, by having an alkali poison inside of them. So your best chance at survival in the desert... Is to just hunker down in the shade and hope for the best. Hope for the <laughs>
3: yes. best. Uh, yeah. So this, okay. So I think this next question is going to be our tiebreaker because uh, it's ten o'clock. We got Tom coming up. Uh, okay. This is the big one. If I get this so? wrong, Brian wins. No, no.
1: If I get this wrong, we're tied forever. <laughs> tied. If I get this I've one got right, a tie I win. Tiebreaker that makes more sense. You ready? Yeah, go. Give it. Um, both of you are going to be thinking about this at the same time, and the first one to give me the answer wins. Okay. okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. It's not true or false. I'm asking for an answer. And you'll probably hear him okay, first because
3: okay. you're in the same state, which means you're on the same back part of the backbone. You're going to get less latency from Brian than you are me. So, Brian, you actually have a slight advantage here. Take, make sure you use it.
1: Yeah. All we'll right. See. Here we go. Ready? we we'll see. Which letter does not appear on the periodic table of elements? Oh, my
3: gosh. One second. Uh, I'll ring um, in and say X. I don't know. X?
4: No, X is definitely on there. Is it? Um, I'm going to say... Oh shoot! I'm going through them as quick as I can. Let's take like it. Uh, oh my god, that one's in there. That one's in there. Uh, uh, I no,
3: I seven, no
4: I. <laughs>
3: <laughs> seven. That's I like it. That's a good answer. Uh, no, why he says why I say X. Who got no, it? Yeah.
1: Did you say why? What'd you say? Neither of you have have said I the said correct I. answer yet.
3: Oh, you said nope. I. It's not I. Yeah. Nope. All right. <laughs> I, every
4: every letter I go through feels like the it's the, in there.
3: I'm looking at the chat now. I just brought it up to see what they said. They're all no one they don't know either. Look at that. It's all over the place. F T someone says Y, someone says B, someone says J. Oh, maybe, <laughs> that might be why they do that. Q is it Q? I it's probably Q. I'm
4: thinking of F. is it F?
1: So, so Once Q moment, is not the, the answer that I had, but I'm looking through the periodic table. I don't think Q appears either. Oh, so I will give it to uh, okay, good job. Technically, Scott. to Scott because my yes. criteria was whoever said the letter first. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was that was the secret to winning.
4: Oh shoot, I should have just said ABCDQ.
1: You were quickly because the other one that through. I yeah. had on the list was J. J does not appear. J does not appear.
3: J, Tag going. I skipped the J. It doesn't mean yeah. that we might get down the road a new elements discovered and we give it a new thing and put a J in we give it we give it
4: we call it j- jam
3: yeah jam the new element yeah. of jam mm-hmm. mm. jam conium yeah that's jamconium. I mean. it's good on a slice of unob, unob-, j- yeah,
4: unob- no, a so janium. yeah unobtain a it's
3: very nice uh, well janium. well done and let's uh, let's announce the winner here because I haven't even actually looked at who is number six uh, we got uh, hold on we got one two three four five six ladies and gentlemen uh, Ethan Kane, a.k.a. Amos is the oh. sixth person to good pipe in job, Amos. and he will be winning these things. I like Amos a lot. He's a good dude. And I'd love to send yeah. him some stuff. So I'm gonna. Uh, Amos, watch for that uh, the private DM coming to you soon. And I'll hook you up with uh, some cool stuff up there in Alaska. And congratulations to you! Oh, I guess I could play this for you. Here congratulations! You. Yeah, you're a winner. Well done! You know who else is a winner? You guys for tuning in later today for the uh, for the Play Retro show, where Brian and I are going to talk about the R-rated movies turned games of our youth. And you'll be surprised how many of them got made before the movies came out and had subsequently nothing to do with the with the movies. That's real weird. Uh, how that stuff it's went weird down time. But, yeah we're talking how did rambo we get and... die
4: hard it's a rated r movie how I do know. you do that how do oh, we do i don't know you have you have feet health that's yep. right this game has
3: feet health feet feet health and it's got uh what's his name yep. saying shoot the vents it's pretty or in the ducks shoot the ducks uh, to the ducks, yeah. ducks. No, the ducks. It's a it's a shooting game with ducks in it. No, you got to shoot. You got to find uh, uh, John McClane, and he's in the ducks, is what we've been told. So anyway, uh, the NES and the world of rated R turned kid friendly video games. That's later today on Play Retro, where every podcasts. except
4: for the uh, except for the one where where he goes to Mars and he shoots his wife. That's not kid friendly. No, that's
3: all. not kid friendly totally at all. Dull. No, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Brian, kiss our butts. All right, he's good. <laughs> he didn't have time to say no you, which I feel bad about, but what are you going to do? All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will join us. Uh, I just made sure he's good. He's good. In fact, he answered. I said, hey, running a little late. Talk to you soon. He says, no provolone. That's uh, that's cheese speak for no problem. <laughs> so we're all good there. Uh, uh, so here's the deal. I don't have any music from Brian, so instead today, I have decided to share with people a couple of my favorite uh, video game music tracks there's a couple advantages to this number one it shouldn't get us kicked off any streaming services <laughs> <laughs> uh, but two i also like video game music a lot and um, if you come to pre-show on the show you'll hear me play it a lot and so i'm gonna do that today today we start with a uh, middle selection and i'm sorry for the timing here hold on i gotta bring it up uh, this is the only good thing i can say about the game it's based on uh back in 20 what was it, 2013, I think? Yeah, 2013, uh, everyone was very excited because Electronic Arts was uh, releasing a brand new kind of reboot, restart of the SimCity games called Simply SimCity. And it was expected to be really cool. What they'd shown at E3 looked amazing. Everybody was stoked. Turns out it was hot garbage. It was not a good game. Uh, it was riddled with issues, mostly dealing with EA and their business plans and stuff like that. Um, but it features one of the greatest video game soundtracks I think ever made. And I think partly why I like it is it's just so perfectly suited to the content. So I'm going to play the Sim City theme, uh, about a three minute song. This is all written by Chris Tilton, by the way. He is a, uh, a, a good author of video game music. This isn't his first time to the rodeo, but I think it's his best. And so I am going to play that song. And when we come back, it'll be Tom Merritt and recommendals and more. So stay
6: tuned.
5: Snack is behind my back. Are you ready? It's popcorn. Did you guess right? If you did, congratulations. And listen to the song of my people. Shalale Ha.
6: Donald Gleason.
3: The morning stream. Stand by. Affirmative. One, two, three, May West. Hey, wait a minute. They're going to straight them in the water. Request permission to arm and fire. The long one.
6: <laughs>
3: wow. Uh, thank you, Scott Fletcher. And thank uh, you guys for uh, hanging out there. That was, again, uh, the uh, artist. His name is, there it is, Chris Tilton, the city soundtrack from 2013. It's available streaming on both Spotify and Apple Music if you're looking for it there. Or, of course, uh, you can find it on YouTube. And it's a fantastic uh, soundtrack. It's very good. I have another one lined up for the end of the show, which is very different. So stick around for that. All right. Well, we've done that now. Time to get Tom on the line. What do you think of that? You like that? I love it. I do, too. I like having Tom on. He's a good guy with good things to say. And uh, i bet today's no different. So let's get in there. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He joins us as he does every Wednesday to talk about the latest and greatest in tech news around the world and around you. I don't know where, where I was going with that. Anyway, Tom Merritt, uh, thanks for joining us once again. And welcome back to the show.
2: Yes. Like uh, like the arms of technology, I embrace you with news. Oh, wonderful. There's some <laughs> Samsung business
3: going down or something today. Yeah,
2: yeah. We're going to be talking about that uh, once it happens later today. Samsung Unpacked. Uh, but you're by the time a lot of people listen to TMS uh, on demand, it, all the details are out there. But it's probably not going to be that surprising. Uh, new Samsung Galaxy S and uh, probably a tablet. You think
3: the, the, the get any Note? Or is the Note done? Is it just now the the big the big Galaxy
2: is the Note? Uh, no. The note usually was announced separately, uh, uh, and w- but it is on hiatus as they go for the fold. Yeah. I, I think the idea is to see if they can just switch all the note partisans over to the fold, yeah. uh, which seems to be working. So, yeah, I, I would guess you won't see another note hey, uh, out of Samsung. <laughs> Their singing days are over. <laughs> I don't want to hear one more note out of them. <laughs> are they, are they, uh, so the fold's doing good? The, you know, for, Yeah, the, the Fold is doing well for them. The, mm. the, both the Flip and the Fold are, okay. are the two foldables. And I think the Flip is actually selling even a little better. But the Fold makes more money because it's more expensive.
3: Yeah, I'm interested in, in that. But whatever the fruition of that is. Like right now, they're a little thick for me. Like it's a big old fat yeah. looking thing. But at some point, it feels like that's the road we're going down. I don't know. I could I, be wrong. I never
1: see uh, them. I've only ever seen one out in the wild.
3: Yeah. They're pretty weird. I used one at a store, and uh, it was weird. <laughs> it, it's cool, though. Like, I can tell why people who like them like them, and I can tell why Samsung is betting that it, there's a future of yeah. that. Um,
2: and, and, and again that's not what's going to be announced. No, no, none of it. this will happen today.
6: <laughs> Just, Cause I
2: know there's somebody out there like only half listening. So, Oh, I guess there's a new fold. No, there's not. <laughs> uh, it's, it's going to be the galaxy S 23, the Galaxy book three. Um, I don't know. There might be another accessory in there. Yeah. I'm not sure.
3: Well, keep your eyes out for that. Uh, what else is uh, percolating today? What do we have?
2: Oh, Netflix. Netflix is coming for your sharing. They're, they're they're finally uh, releasing it worldwide. Uh, crackdown on sharing. And they put up some rules in their help center. All right. So what they're going to be doing is not as simple as, where are you logging in? Uh, they're going to look for patterns of behavior. So... What IP addresses do you normally use? And is this one a little different? Uh, what device ID is being used to log in? And is this one different? And does one device ID always come from out of the house? Uh, and and one device ID always in the house? Uh, and general account activity, like what kinds of things are being lo- watched. Uh, they're being a little cagey about how they're determining it because they don't want people to game it, but they will decide whether they think you are connected at your primary location or not. Uh, they will know your primary location by the network you log in on. So they they say Wi-Fi, but, you know, <laughs> if you're just wired, it would still work. Uh, they're going to know, like, oh, you're logged in from, you know, Salt Lake City, Utah. So we we know that that's your home location. They will, if they think you're logging in from outside the house, prompt you to sign uh, into your account elsewhere uh, and and... Uh, and instead block your account until you do. So, oh jeez. <laughs> so <laughs> right. so they'll say like, "Hey, it uh, looks like you're signing in from from outside. We're going to block your stuff until you you've signed in uh, from the same device in your home location." Oh my god. Uh, that's that's if you're like I don't know if you're if you're logged in on something else, but you're at home, you you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're traveling, if you're vacationing, a lot of people have had this question right. like, wait a minute, what if I'm just taking a trip and I, I want to use my Netflix? Um, users who want to use Netflix on a hotel, smart TV, company laptop uh, can request a temporary code from the service when signing in. That will give you access to your account for seven consecutive days. Okay. So if you're on the road and you get the pr- the prompt that's like, "Hey, looks like you're not in your home location. We're gonna block you." You can say, "Send me a code." And it doesn't say it'll send it by email, so I don't know if it sends it to a home device or if it just sends an email to you. Uh, but theoretically, you would you would ha- you would get that code if you're the account owner. Mm, uh, right. If you're not the account owner, you wouldn't. Uh, you can, however, make a device trusted so that it will never be blocked. Oh, You can make a device so that it'll, it'll never run into that check. And even when you're traveling, it'll be fine. And the way you do that is to log in from your home network connection uh, once every 31 days. You have to log in, open the app or the website, and watch something on that device. And then Netflix will kind of whitelist that device and and will not block it and if you travel it's fine
3: okay so this sort of stuff's easy to get all worked up about but i don't think that sounds so bad that sounds okay i mean i've got i have a situation right now where my son uses our login for netflix that's probably gonna have to end because this will flag that like he'll well
2: could he come to your house once every 31 days
3: (laughs) yeah that's actually he comes about once a week so yeah you know what you're right he could. If do
2: that. He, I, again, it's a little little clunky if if you're logging into Netflix from a smart TV app and the smart TV 65 inches. But if it's just a laptop, he can he can make that device work. Right, and if you're doing, there's going to be a lot of little workarounds like that.
3: But if you've got this whitelisted device and you take it on vacation with you, let's say it's a, an iPad Pro. Yeah, yeah. Like I use for watching stuff when I'm gone. Um, then you're that's no different than what I already did. Like that's fine. That seems fine like the whitelisted like trusted device thing seems like a decent way for me to not feel overly taxed by this. I understand the 7 day <laughs> thing seems a little weird, but if you can do the whitelisted device just do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. for <laughs> I'm going to run into this where I'm going to be like, "Ah, I forgot to log in at home on this iPad that I never watched Netflix on at home and now I want to watch it on the plane." <laughs> yeah. Uh cool. and now I don't have a network connection that's good uh or actually on the plane I would have downloaded it so I Probably would have. But yeah, I'm in the hotel and I want to watch something. Sure. Claire Gack uh, is bringing up an interesting one. Uh, you you go uh, and just park outside the house uh, of someone you no longer live with, but you're sharing a Netflix account, <laughs> log in yeah. and authorize. Now, the it, you would have to have the cooperation of the person involved because you can go in and deauthorize any app or any device that's logged in on your account.
3: Uh, so, oh, yeah. so
2: on your side, you can just get anything off your, you can kick anything off if you want.
3: Right. That makes sense. Um, bio is this idea that Netflix should charge by the inch. So how big your TV is or how small your TV is, is how Netflix is <laughs> obviously a very different business model, but, uh, Am-
2: Amos has a really good one, which is they've got a dual household. They've got, they've got a, uh, uh, his wife is, is in Washington state. He's in Alaska. Uh, it's legit. They're a household yeah so and it's not like he's gonna fly down every 31 days with with his television and his roku box or whatever right and and log in so that's gonna be annoying dhl Um, your ipad over there yeah yeah
3: Yeah. i i don't like that that's a good point because there is no one size fits all probably
2: yeah Um, i mean there are gonna be a lot of edge cases like that and those are gonna be the big headlines right this is not going to affect most people uh except for people who are doing what Netflix doesn't want them to do which is sharing an account with someone who doesn't live in their house at all like all right, you know right. but then there's legitimate edge cases like Amos is talking about that I, I think, and any corporation is going to say, you know what, we'll just we'll just deal with the bad press over those edge cases. It, it's worth it, and that's unusual. Netflix for for years was like, you know what, if you're sharing, that's just promoting. Yeah. Uh, but their shareholders have put pressure on them as they've reached saturation in North America to say, well, you could have. There's there's estimated a hundred million subscribers sharing. Now, granted, not all of those are going to start paying if you kick them off. Right. Right. But even if only 1% of them do, that's a million subscribers, right? Sure, sure, uh, and right. when you're at saturation, that's another million that you could you could bring into the tank. So yeah, they're going after small percentages here, but they're at the point where that is at least growth.
3: Well, I don't want to be conspir- conspiratorial, but I, I just wonder, you know, just wonder if Breed Hastings is making his hasty exit from Netflix right before all this, <laughs> you know? He's like, I'm retiring. I'm handing it over to this other guy. It's been a great run, everybody. 20-something, five years, whatever it's been. I'll see you later and then bam they have to enforce this new this new hotness and he doesn't have to tell he doesn't have to answer to anybody
2: anymore that is definitely not why he <laughs> stepped down but it certainly is a benefit right yeah. like it's like oh you know I'm glad I planned this for now cuz I'm glad I don't have to deal with that it's like yeah. when it, when you leave any job there's always that one thing that you're like and I won't miss that yeah
3: that's true <laughs> he would definitely not miss this but um yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens especially the aftermath of like if it's really 100 million people let's say that did do sharing and what percentage does belly up and pay it that'll be weird like i want to know what that if if it ends up being like a lot or very little like that's a shareholder problem right
2: yeah yeah the, the well <sighs> The shareholders just want it to be done, and any increase will will make the shareholders say, "See, it was worth it. We got more people." A mm. um, bunch of people in the chat are saying what what people always say is, "Well, I'm going to cancel if if I run into this." Yeah, uh, more people. Always say that. Now, you mean it. I know you mean it. Of course. But a lot of other people say it Mm -hmm. and then don't do it. Mm -hmm. That's what the numbers have shown. So I wouldn't expect they're going to lose a lot of people from this. What I think the biggest risk for them will be is that they will run into a situation where uh, they misjudged an edge case or one of these has a side effect that nobody anticipated. Uh, and is and and they have a bunch of negative press that they have to deal with, and that could cause some people uh, yeah. to to have a backlash against them. Right.
1: Yeah, but the, you know, like they have a whole department of people whose job is to look at the statistics, to look at market trends, to crunch the numbers, and they have determined. At the end of the day, that the amount of subscribers that they will gain from doing yes,
2: this exactly. will be
1: greater than the amount that they will lose. Yeah, that seems, like a, that seems yeah. like a mobius.
2: And and the only, the only thing to watch for is, uh oh, more people are running into this problem than they expected because that throws right. their calculations off. Yeah. Also, iCore is now going to cancel Netflix just to spite me uh, <laughs> because I said that. That? They I didn't
1: count fo- on that. No, I
2: fully support that. Yeah, here's one. I'm I'm perpetrating an unintended side effect right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. put that in the
3: reason you quit when they give you a little form there. <laughs> put Tom Merritt is the reason I quit.
2: <laughs> yes,
6: everyone, uh, everyone yeah. do that. Please do that. In about <laughs> Tom six Merritt said I would. not Yeah, he said I would.
1: Six months you're going yeah, yeah, to start seeing that on a list of things to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. is Tom that's Merritt amazing. at the bottom?
3: Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, well, that's an interesting discussion we're going to have about that, of course, and much more. I think Rob Dunwood's on today
2: as well is he part of the deal yeah yeah rob's coming in because uh he's a a android user big samsung fan uh so we're having him on to to give us the the user perspective on on unpacked so that's going to be fun too. always enjoy hanging out with that
3: guy so looking forward to the wednesday edition of dtns today check it out today at 2 p.m mountain time tom Merritt, anything else you're doing on the side or otherwise you'd like to mention
2: well you know i've been uh walking the dog Mm. and you know i went to the harry styles concert on sunday how'd that go um. It was. It was fun. It was yeah. really fun. Does yeah. he smell as good as everyone says he smells? I didn't get close <laughs> enough to be able to judge, but I. He looked like he smelled great.
6: All
3: right. Yeah. I've always you keep hearing this, or I've heard it a few times, that Harry Styles is the best smelling guy in in, in music today. And I don't well, know.
2: I I didn't find any evidence to the contrary. Okay. All right.
3: Yeah. I mean, I would uh, if I got close enough, I'd take a whiff. I'd do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh no but a couple couple of irons in the fire coming up uh one's a little farther off uh we are going to relaunch know a little more in april mm. uh with some additional production we're going to make g- a good use of amos uh who's always done the editing for it uh but i've i've always i haven't really made full use of his talents and justin robert young's dog and pony audio uh dog and pony show audio is gonna come in and and, and spice some things up as well so know a little more is going to get prettier
6: Oh, very nice. Uh, starting
2: with RSS. Look for that oh. in April. And then a word with Tom Merritt is coming back uh, with a few different interviews uh to be scheduled. The the one that I've nailed down is Derek Gould, uh the beat writer for baseball and the St. Louis Cardinals in the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Gonna come on and we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about sports.
3: Oh my gosh, Tom. That seems knowing you as long as I've known you, that seems huge. That seems, it's huge. It's yeah.
2: huge. For me, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh I I I grew up uh, venerating the beat writer of the St. Louis Cardinals in, in the post. Uh, so having the, the current holder of that chair is is pretty fun. That's I can't awesome. Wait to talk to
3: him. Yeah, very cool. Very exciting. Uh, well, all right. I'll look forward to all of that and more. And, of course, uh, DTNS Today. Everybody check that out. It's Tom Meredith, Detect on Twitter. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye now. Bye, Tom. All right. That was great.
3: Always good to have Tom on. I say. Always. I say. All right, let's get... He's a fine fellow. Yeah, he's a fine... You know, find a better guy. You can't do it. It's not possible. Good luck. You just can't find him. He's not out there. This better guy. This mythical better guy. Try it, you can't. You Try it, you can't. Prove it, you (laughs) can't. It's time for us to do a little recommending of recommendals. Things we've seen this week or recently on streaming services that we'd like to come to you and say, Hey, check these out. You'll like them, too. Joining us as always, we have Nicole Spagnolo. Hello,
1: Nicole. How are you?
5: Hi. Guess what? What? I've never met Bobby.
1: Oh, well, that's true. Bobby and Nicole our, together our at last have hovered around each other.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> he's. Uh, I guess you've well, never I, met in person, so but first time on the air. Yeah, that's cool.
5: That's well, great. Have you ever gone to Nerdacular?
1: I have not.
3: He no. has not. Okay,
5: so we definitely didn't.
3: He's been to two... or No, so he's been to one TMS no,
1: Vegas. TMS Vegas last year yep. was the first Frog Pants event I had the courage to show up at.
3: And Nicole went to 2018s, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a big divide there. But yeah, we uh, maybe one day. One day. These two will I, meet.
5: Claire i wish i was coming to vegas i'm still recovering from my my sickness
3: so yeah. uh, my guess is by april it hopefully things are better but you know you never know april might be weird
5: it's it's slow it's so slow
3: yeah i get you <laughs> i feel you uh but anyway yeah well i look forward to that uh, hey! also with us randy jordan aka randy deluxe hello randy
7: good morning morning stream can nicole can you believe it has been 15 years since i met you at the las vegas hilton whoa really?
1: brag about
7: it why do
3: <laughs> is that really that long holy crap yep. that's crazy yep. i
1: wow.
7: i wow. was i just happened upon uh their podcast i happened upon the wood whisperer uh, before, it was you and
5: patrick right you and patrick right before, both
7: yeah yeah uh, patrick was there um Molly Lynn was there. It was, uh, it was just an awesome time. We met Veronica Belmont in person yep. for the first time that yeah. day. Yeah. Um, just uh, 15 years.
3: Spent. They, they still had the Star yeah. Trek experience at that Hilton. It was still a thing. Remember that? <laughs> so so yeah. and Scott,
5: yeah. you were there for like a second I and
6: was then there. you left.
3: I was there for like a day, not even a day. <laughs> and I got so sick that I just, oh. I finally was like, I got to get out of here. I just get out of here, so we left. We went. I went and recuperated in uh, St. George, about an hour north. And uh, we <laughs> thought about going back, but by the end of all that, we were just like, oh, we're we're done. We're spent. But yeah, that that kind of sucked. But I did get to see everybody. I got to see Patrick. I got to ride in a minivan with Patrick. That was fun. <laughs> Didn't think that would ever happen to me, but it did. On a different oh,
7: trip us. out there, I, I toured Vegas for Patrick. I took him all around Las Vegas on a different trip, and that was that was really fun. Oh, I'll bet! Yeah, uh, he's he's a he's a really good tour uh, uh, patron. He's a good patron of a tour guy. Yeah, he's a whatever patron that, of the arts that
3: of the tours exactly. Uh, a tourist. No, he's just a dork. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, it's good to have you both here. We're going to do some uh, recommendals. Everybody's got them. And uh, we're going to start with this order this week. We're going to start with Nicole, actually, at the top of the show. Uh, Nicole, uh, anything to say about your clip before I play it?
5: All right. So this is going to be a documentary. And I hope... That this is received well. Don't be, don't get defensive. This is all for the good if you're in a relationship. So it could, there's a thing called the default parent. Okay. It's a thing. All right. So most of the time, not all of the time, it's usually the the mom. Yeah. So the mom has the things in the brain, like okay, so-and-so, they haven't had a dentist appointment. I need to do a dentist appointment. We got to get established. We got to do all these little things. Mm. Like, and it's just an invisible workload that happens. Um, for me, when I got sick, I didn't realize how much I did
6: mm. <laughs> until
5: I couldn't do anything. And it's, it's, been, it's been weird and uh, a weird journey just from that perspective. Um, and this documentary kind of dives into that invisible work it's meant to be helpful um and here it is it came out last year
3: okay here we go play it right now
5: i had the breast pump in the diaper bag and the passenger seat of my car i was racing to get zach at his toddler transition program i had a client contract in my lap the pen would stab me in the vagina seth decided to send me a text i'm surprised you didn't get blueberries I remember thinking to myself, I'm the default for literally every single household in domestic tasks for my family.
0: When I became a mom, I felt like my identity completely changed. I really didn't understand the amount that she had to endure. Es una presión tremenda. Tremenda, yeah.
5: It goes back to the twisted notion of, well, you just gotta ask for their help. I don't want to ask.
1: What time? Yeah, I have two phone calls from work already today.
5: I became obsessed with a quest to figure out what was happening to us.
3: Interesting. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So stressful though. <laughs> <laughs> that seems stressful.
6: It like I said, of- it's going to be yeah. hard
5: for for some people to watch this documentary, mm. but if you care about your partner and you want it to get like better, like that the one thing where she said if you just ask me. She's like I don't want to have to ask you. That's me managing your task.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
5: it's like you need to invest in and the, and it ta- it doesn't just complain the documentary is called fair play so it's not just a complaining documentary it's like you can actually work together to to help your partner mm-hmm. to be part of everything so like for mm-hmm. for mark he's really stepped up and helped me so much but there there was a period of time where he was asking me tons of questions and i'm like I can't even think right now. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it is, it's just about, you know, recognizing it's there, building on your communication. And, and I like that it highlighted not just one family, but many families. And they highlight a, highlighted Hispanic family Mm -hmm. and that, you know, they're, trials and like the workload of the mom and the workload of the dad and, and how it shortchanged the kids. And like, it's, it's a whole thing. So, yeah. um, it's a wonderful documentary and you may watch it and not even realize, um, that's going on with you know your partner, but I guarantee you. And, and, and even for me, I get very nervous when I talk to Mark about it, but I know he's there to to be part of it but I have such a hard time asking for help. Mm-hmm. Does it I'll focus? Just, I'll just do it.
6: Yeah, I'll yeah, just does yeah. it
1: focus on the 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 gender expectations?
5: Yes. So yeah, and it does. talks about yeah. that for women and men. Mm. So it's not right. just it's it's what the historically and like what society is expected of men and like yeah, going yeah. to work and
6: providing the the reason
1: i ask is because i am the stay-at-home dad my wife is the one who works so i am the default parent here but one thing that me and my wife struggle with is that she sort of like it's almost like we're both we both expect that we are the default parent and i think it's because she has spent her whole life feeling like that's supposed to be her job
5: right Um, yes And it's just ingrained in our society, in the workplace, and it dives into all of those. Um, So this is the documentary, but there's actually a couple books that it was based off of. And I I got the impression from the documentary that there's like couples counseling to kind of break those barriers and kind of join together as a team more. (laughs) And it could be something as simple as a 10-minute talk, you know, walk around the block talking about, okay, what's going on with the kids and what's happening and... Um, but we get so caught up in everything that until like a crisis happens, we don't even realize
6: yeah, don't, the, that's right. The you don't notice it
3: until stuff goes down and you're like, wait a minute, shoot, what's the redundancy here? How do we, you know, there, there've been times like that in our marriage. And I always, I always, I look back on this and I realize I was, it was me, it was another way of me making an excuse. But at the time mm-hmm. I thought I was being legit about it and it would happen like, you know, Kim would say, um, I don't know. We got to do this thing, and I'd say, "Okay, cool." And then she'd, she
5: she pa- she packed for it. She, she would just do it. it. Yeah, book the trip. She and like then, you yeah. just show up.
3: And then she'd say, "Well, I didn't. I could have used some of your help." And I said, "Well, you didn't. I, I think I probably said you didn't ask me. Yeah, you know, I didn't know." Yep. And yep. you, you, I think that's probably a natural response. But the idea is to shave off some of that naturalness of yourself and, and be better and obviously yeah. and so that sounds like the point here is they're they're trying to push that home but uh that's awesome it sounds good nicole? this is where streaming what's uh what's the service
5: i think i i think it was on hulu uh let's
3: see yep. yeah it hulu. is on Hulu. Ho- yeah
5: it's on Hulu.
7: fair play is what it's called nicole is this does this one have uh an appearance by my superstar congressperson katie porter
5: it does Oh my she's wonderful, Gee and she's awesome. a single parent. She's a single parent with three kids, and and it talks about the history of childcare and it dives all, into all of that stuff. It's a really cannot, great watch. I mm-hmm.
7: cannot tell you. There's no, there aren't words for how good it feels to send someone great to Congress. I know Scott has never actually experienced. This no, man. I don't. We don't know and, how to do that here. You <laughs> now live in a place where I'm sorry, Nicole, but. Uh, Uh, This is not going to be any fun for you next cycle. Um, The 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 feelings are just enormous, and it's like it's almost it almost like to a point where I'm like, is this hero worship? I need to watch out for that, you know. Yeah, I just
3: think it's nice looking. When I see her like talking stuff, it's like watching a nice mom. (laughs) Like I I don't want to get stereotypic about it, but it just it gives me
5: she can get Hope. she can get mean, oh she can get she, she can get feisty she, she doesn't she take wants, any crap she's like, look, this is not this is like it's an attack on like it's an attack on men too, and not just women It's just like
3: yeah, she's pretty great. Uh, I like just, her. it
5: can be frustrating, but there are things that you can do um to help yeah so,
3: so now for all those a, for I all those people who thought it's we just uh, gave a bunch of unfair praise to a democratic person in the congress i will now make a compliment about a republican uh i really like uh, i can't stand the guy but i would really like to have that guy's hair uh who's the dude that has the crazy curly hair it's always real stupid looking uh in a, in a professional sense but i would totally have it if i had his hair can't think of his name oh, wow uh his dad was also <laughs> in politics. Primer. No. no um, Yo, Rand Paul. I will I want to give Rand Paul the this is the only good thing I'll ever say about Rand Paul. I'd have that curly hair if, if mine would grow that way. I would totally do it.
1: Huh. That was the most okay. hedged compliment I've ever seen.
3: Oh, hell yeah, cuz he sucks otherwise. <laughs> uh yeah, All right.
7: I, I can I can come up with all kinds of uh Republicans to compliment. You should you should have asked. Oh me. no,
3: there's some <laughs> you know, look, I I like some things Romney does. I like there's plenty of things. Look, I'm a happy, I'm a sensible centrist, like that guy I talked about earlier.
7: Hey, let's well, get to no the. There's no such thing as that. But well, uh, am I up next?
3: <laughs> you are up next. Let's do you now, Randy. What's uh, what's your deal, and and uh, what's the setup? It's a new comedy. It's
7: uh, it's like 22, 22 minutes long. Um, this show takes place in an alternate world where every human gets a superpower when they turn eighteen years old, except one, and that's our protagonist she's 25 years old and as far as she knows she never developed her superpower she uh she lives in london with two flatmates and in this clip two of them have just gotten home from work all right
3: here we go hello
0: how's work everyone always gets angry with me when it goes badly i'm just a messenger it's not me saying it
2: yeah you're just a vessel like a sexy little carafe
3: thank you babe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why don't you just quit? Yeah, quit. I can't just quit. Right. You've dependents. I'm looking for a job. Yeah. He spends all day
0: in his room applying for jobs. Don't you, babe? Yes. It pays well. And they don't just use me for my power, they also ask me to make teas and coffees. Oh, no. Basically, an appliance. No, it could always be worse. Don't put yourself down like that, Jen. Do you mean in general? <laughs> oh,
6: you in general,
0: didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you were such a brave little soldier. Carrie, I haven't got a power yet. I'm not, like, terminal. Hey, maybe the real power is just being yourself. That is the dumbest fucking thing that I've ever true. heard in my life. No. no. <laughs> All this,
7: right. This This is, is this? extraordinary. And uh, there's a number of things. For some reason, the word "extraordinary" is the word of the year. For some reason, mm. right? So like, there's like the extraordinary attorney woo or something. Anyway, this is extraordinary. Just the word "extraordinary." Uh, it follows it a bunch extraordinary. of extraordinary. Extraordinary. I don't
3: know. Extraordinary. I, it depends on where you're at. Extraordinary works. Extraordinary works. And extra. <laughs> I it
5: was extraordinary.
3: Denary. Yes. <laughs> I think it works either way. I don't think. I don't think you're wrong.
7: It's six syllables, but it's just about how fast you r- run them together, right?
3: <laughs> right. Okay. I
7: think so. It doesn't it's matter. Sure. I- <laughs> <laughs> the, the stars of this show are all 20-something uh, English, Irish actors. And so you're seeing people that, uh, you, you know, like kind of for the first time as an American. Uh, they are amazing. Every, the casting of this show is so brilliant. It's hard to believe. Um and again, it's, it's it, this fantasy comedy that like, I just can't, I can't get enough of this idea that, that, you know, like everybody has a superpower. And so like everything they do is so normal workaday stuff, but everyone has something. Everyone, uh, you, you look around the city there, this is in London, you see people just flying around, you know, in the sky and those, you know, those are people who can fly and everybody. And of course, you know, there's some, uh, mystery men stuff in Mm, this which is which is fine i love mystery
3: men. big fan yeah yeah uh
7: you know so one of the characters decides to put together a super team and only attracts people with weird powers and this kind of thing
5: (laughs) that's 3d printing but was probably my favorite
3: (laughs) 3d printing but guy had a
5: 3d printer he can 3d print anything out of his butt
3: really Okay, I'm in. I'm all
7: in. I'm I mean, gonna watch this. Now. I mean, there's a, there are a lot of jokes like that. Like this show is just pa- jam packed with weird people with, super, you know, their their one superpower is something you would never expect, and 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 that makes it funny.
3: Yeah, I I didn't even know about this. Uh, another Hulu joint looks like. Yep. Uh, nope. It is uh, very British, which I'm always in on. That's yes.
7: Great. Uh, on Hulu for us um created created by a writer named Emma Moran who like this is f- almost first time out like was was writing for another very brief series a couple years ago as the only previous credit and awesome on you like this person has knocked it out of the park with their first foray into Uh, Making it a a comedy.
3: Nice. This guy named Luke Rollison, who's in the who's in the thing. He plays he plays Jizz Lord. -Lord. He
7: plays Jizz Lord. Yeah.
3: Um. He looks like his photo on IMDb. He looks like an AI generated portrait. Just going to put that out there.
7: Most of them do. Hmm. This this cast is put together to look uh, a sort of strange as you look from one person to to another. Yeah. And uh, it's very very helpful because you you come to associate the weirdness of how they look with their superpower.
3: And do I do I want to know what Jizzlord's power is? Do I want to no, know? No,
7: no. You okay. want to watch the show. <laughs> no, watch, the show. Okay. watch the show. Okay. <laughs> watch <laughs> uh, the show. Uh,
3: All
6: right. Yeah. It's not as offensive to,
7: as you might guess.
3: Am I going to hate why his name is Jizzlord? No. Okay. no.
5: No. You'll okay. laugh.
3: All right. I'm in. I like, I, dude, whatever. British stuff. Uh, I'm already in before you even tell me what it's about. So I'll watch this.
7: That's good. My only you know, as always standard disclaimer with anything made in England, uh, there're not going to be very many episodes of this and you're going to have to uh, wait to find out if there's even a second series. Uh, and uh as with all things that are
5: Oh no, it said it was renewed Did for a second season really? on January 23rd. Oh good.
7: For sure. What I'm what I'm saying is this oh, series awesome. <laughs> this series starts with a big question and like most British series you might not ever get that question resolved. Oh,
3: I see just, what you mean. Just let yeah, me yeah, because they're just going to do like six of them, and then another six of them, and then they may never do it again, and you may never hear. And it's just this kinda... one,
7: this one has eight episodes in this yeah. first series. Right?
3: Oh, that's that's a lot for a British <laughs> for a British show. They they usually go short. But anyway, all right, I'm in. I'll watch this. This sounds great, Bobby. It's your turn. Tell me about your clip.
1: Um, the setup is, it's a scene that takes place in a, a, a long abandoned building. Overgrowth is in there. It's it's very, maybe decades long abandoned building. There's a man and a woman in the building and they're sitting over a young girl with a very big gun pointed at her and they've got some questions for her. Oh, wow. I think I might know what this is. Here you go.
0: Do I look like I'm infected? Show us your arm. Yeah, it's not getting any worse, is it? If we're out in the open city, why aren't we getting swarmed? Don't worry about that. Well, I'm gonna. What was Marlene doing with an infected kid? I'm not infected. She found me after I was bitten. And she didn't shoot you? Clearly not. She locked me up and had her guys test me every day to see if I was getting sick. Test you how? I have to pee. Test you how? They'd make me count to ten and hold out my hand and then keep it steady. But you know, I think what really impressed them was the fact that I didn't turn into a monster. Now, can I please? Fine. Back there, you can find a spot. In here. Tear out a few pages. There's not going to be anything bad in here. Just you. Oh, funny. <laughs>
3: All right, well, that is clearly the hot new Last of Us show on HBO mm-hmm. Max.
1: Uh, yep, and I was I was thinking about doing something else for recommendals, recommendals and I uh, there's I mean it's only three episodes in, everybody's talking about it. Um, it seemed like too easy of a pick, you know. Yeah. Um, but I picked it for two reasons. First, I keep seeing questions from people that that are asking like, if I've never played the game before, will I like the show? Should I watch it? And I have never played the game before. Oh. Me neither. Oh. Great. Great. Yeah, and and I haven't I haven't watched any streams. I barely know anything about the game, so I so I thought I could be a good perspective on that for people who might be have that question floating around in their head. And the second reason is because even 3 episodes in, it is amazing. Yeah. It is an amazing show. 30 minutes into the first episode, I was already in tears. Um it's it's so good. It's such a great show
3: third episode is uh the best hour of tv i've seen in years
1: yes that is absolutely true Very
3: and true. um i'll just say they should give offerman on an, an emmy like just do it the, yeah, other, so guy a, I, the other guy too the other guy's amazing
7: this is the third consecutive week i've said this and i think i should just now say this on every episode of tms that i'm on uh, just give Craig Mazin all the Emmys. Like yeah. every yeah. from from now on, if Craig Mazin makes something, he just gets all the Emmys. That's just how it's going to be.
3: Yeah. The other and to your yeah. point about whether you played the game or not, um, you know, everyone's like, ah, oh, the video game to 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 TV or movie curse is lifted, which I take issue with because this is a cheat in a good way. The this game is mostly about a narrative that's really right. well told and really intensely told and and all of that so the 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 moving from game format to this format is almost like
7: also you can't automatic. say it's lifted like for the seventh time like i i think we should uh, call that off with arcane like that's the point where we say right, all right exactly there's no more curse
3: yeah i mean you could argue sonic that was a good movie you could argue sure uh, uh, detective
7: pikachu was awesome yeah and i love
3: i loved uh what's the one with um Like the Castlevania anime was amazing like there's a lot of stuff and you say well how about live action well there's lots of examples of that too
1: I think that but also Scott saying that it's already they were starting with a a game that was already basically a narrative I don't think is giving the creators of the show enough credit because this is sort of a double mental I've never done this before but I decided to do it with this one you know how HBO shows always have like a companion podcast that goes with it yeah I decided to listen to the one for this show this time, <laughs> and uh, they talk.
3: Ch- Troy Baker uh, they, hosts that, right? I think they got the voice of Joel yep. in the game. Anyway, keep going. Yeah.
1: Yes. Exactly. Um. And so it's it's him, Troy Baker, and Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, mm-hmm. um, who are the those those last two names are the creators. Um. And they uh they talk a lot about the decision making process of how they made things different, what they thought about, um how they, they're they very clearly trying to think about um, an audience that is n- not familiar with the game. They made a lot of storytelling decisions to depart from the game for very good reasons, um, j- all the way down to how you meet the the girl in that show, Ellie. Her mm-hmm. character is yeah. very different from the game, and they talk about that and and why they made that decision, and it has to do with, you know, they're thinking about things like, like, when you're playing a game, you are embodying the main character, Joel. So yeah. you are Joel. But as a viewer of the show, you are not Joel. Yeah. You are you, watching these things happen. So the experience is very different, and they're very aware of that. Yeah. And they're Yeah, they're, they're
3: adap- to- their adaptation is obviously really strong here. I mean, Druckmann, right. VP at Naughty Dog, created this game in the first place. Super Definitely smart, right. creative dude. But I think it's Mazin who's, you know... Uh, stepped in and said, look, we, this is how this has got to go. And I agree with everything they've done. As a fan of both mediums, I think that they've killed it. And the way that they... Like season three, or sorry, episode three is basically them taking a thing that's barely alluded to in the game and blowing it up and saying, here are those 20 years. Let's really yeah. look at them. And it made some massive changes to how some of that turns out. But it's so... Incredibly uh, uh, intimate and interesting, and
1: incredibly well acted, and just blew my freaking mind.
3: Yeah, it's the such acting good is stuff. amazing.
1: So, Joel, which is the main character. So, for anybody who is not familiar with the game, it's a very simple pre- premise. It's a zombie apocalypse pre- premise, and it's and um and and that's that's basically what you need to know. Joel, who is the main character, is Pedro Pascal. He's a smuggler, and he's been tasked with taking the girl, who's Bella Ramsey, who you know from Game of Thrones. Um, she, it, he has to take her to a place to outside of the quarantine zone where they're in. Um, and, uh, and she's important because apparently, and this is all revealed in the first episode. It's not really spoilers. Um, she's, she's apparently somehow immune to this infection. Yeah. So that's very important. She needs to be traveled, transported. Um, and Joel is not doing it out of the kindness of his own heart. He's got his own motivations um and so as you might expect things don't go according to plan yeah but um the acting you're right is amazing uh anna torv is also
3: oh yeah it took me hot it took me like most of that episode first episode for me to realize who that was (laughs) because i was like gosh dang it i know her why do i know her and then i was like oh freaking mind hunter and that other that sci-fi show from years ago fringe uh, fringe it's like, of course, that's her, and she's always good in everything, and she's so good in this. She melted into it, and I just forgot who
1: she was. She's yeah. so good. It's it's got all the hallmarks of really good zombie stories. Um, like the zombies aren't really the real focus, you know. They just are creating the tension to tell stories about the real bad people in the world, which are other people. Yes. Um, and uh, and they talk about on this podcast even that 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 every this. I, in a in a strange way, this whole show is an exploration of of re- love and relationships. Yeah. Um, and and that's boy, just what do this they is have what, every kind of loving relationship oh, and yeah. good and bad. Here's they, what I they,
3: here's what I like about it. It's 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 that, but it's doing it. Game uh, uh, Walking Dead. Okay. My problem with Walking yeah. Dead was as much as I enjoyed parts of walking dead, my biggest problem with walking dead was it was just black and white. It was like, we're a few survivors that sort of trust each other, but the rest of everyone else sucks. Everyone else sucks. There's nobody who's any good. Even if you meet someone you think is good, they are not good or they're going to die right away. Like it was a very dour view of humanity. Mm -hmm. This show already and the game to some degree is already better at at bringing out the humanity and saying no, yep. there is, there are these points of light. There are these people where kindness matters first, or uh, commitment matters more, or whatever. And that that yeah. for me really is what sets this apart. Outside, and, you know, outside and of other even movies, in the than genre. that,
1: yeah, even more than that. Um, they aren't just painting this rosy picture of love conquers all. That's not the point. They're talking about how there are even. Love can bring you to do terrible things, um, and that that everyone they they talk about how everyone like most people their motivation when you boil it down comes down to some sort of love of some type and they want to explore that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, even the bad guys, even the, even the, the zombies in a way. Um, the, and so, yeah, if it's and, so,
7: got, and you've got to listen to this podcast, you will love yeah. this podcast. It starts with Neil Druckmann kind of like looking around, wishing that someone would make a TV show out of this thing. And he can't, he can't ever find a, a place for it. Mm. And Craig Mason comes along and loves the video game. And Craig Mazin says to Neil Druckmann, "Are you kidding? I can I can get a meeting with HBO. Let's go!" And like right. the next day, HBO is just agreeing to anything Craig Mazin will wants to do. <laughs> it's just like right. it's so it's so happy. It's I'm just, I assume
3: that was in the 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 glow of how well Chernobyl did for him yeah, over there. Absolutely. Um, and that that is oh man! If you haven't seen that yet, you gotta watch that too. But. It's really so if you good. are
1: asking that question, should you watch it? I've never played the game. Should I watch it? Um, I don't know anything about the games. I'm loving it. Uh, I definitely don't feel like I'm missing anything or finding it difficult to understand things. They're doing a great job. And if you don't like zombie stuff, obviously there's a lot of zombie scary stuff going on in there. Lots of that.
3: But um, Yeah, but I would actually say there's less of that than I expected like there's yeah, some. Yeah,
1: and the zombies are beautiful. Oh no, they're cra- it's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. They're
3: mushroom people. I mean, yeah. the 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 there even even their origin of where this thing came from. Oh, that's the other thing yeah. I really like about it. The game doesn't do these flashbacks where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're in the 60s and two experts are on a TV show talking about the potential of yeah. this thing jumping between humans and 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 fungi or whatever. That wasn't in the games, but man, is that stuff really good. Like so like world-building and 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 just makes you feel like this hot fire of like what really went down instead of just while well, I'm in the yep. game and I'm playing and I got to sh- make sure to headshot these guys and not run out of ammo. Um, it's good. It's the right format and I love it. Uh, all right. Yep. Excellent stuff. That's HBO Max. They're on episode three, episode four airs this weekend. Here is mine. Much lighter note. All right. This just landed on Netflix this week. And I couldn't be more happy. Here's my clip.
1: What's ironic about Jesus Christ becoming a carpenter was he was actually named after the two words you're most likely to shout after hitting your thumb with a hammer. Scholars believe he was a real historical figure, like Justin Timberlake or Garfield.
2: Whether or not they think he was the actual son of God who performed miracles, like walking on wine or helping a deaf man see, they all agree he preached
1: tolerance and forgiveness. A message so important is most ardent followers would eventually start killing anyone who didn't want to hear it.
7: All right. So <laughs> I feel like we've already recommended this a hundred times and I cannot prove it. We it haven't. looks like we have never recommended We've this.
3: never done it because it's hard to get. I mean, BBC, the BBC app, I guess, had a bunch of it. There's some stuff on YouTube. Um, I was made aware of it through TikTok shorts where they just cut out bits of, of this stuff. But this is Kunk on Earth. Uh, which is this, uh, I got to pull up her name cause I was forgetting her name. Hold on a second. You need to. Diane uh, Morgan. There it is. Yeah. Diane Morgan. Uh, she's an amazing comedian. Uh, you've seen her in a bunch of Ricky Gervais stuff. Uh, but she's done a whole bunch of these kunk on Britain, kunk on Shakespeare. She plays a character called Philomena kunk doing these sort of fake documentaries, uh, where she's just learning the history of things. Um, she's another funny stuff. Like Mandy is really funny. Uh, she's just a very interesting, uh, woman. And she narrates this entire thing and talks about that. There are five episodes on Netflix or maybe it's six, five. I think I burned through them all yesterday cause I loved it so much. It's really funny stuff. And they cover everything from the origins of religion, the origins of warfare, technology, where we are today on the final episode. It's basically just like a history of our planet and of humanity. Told by this really dry, droll sort of, you know, wit of of a British person presenting it, and she really doesn't know anything, and her observations are always ridiculous and funny. And she sits down with real experts in the field she's talking about, who, a little bit like um, Borat, are co- sort of just fielding these questions and not really prepared for them. They're not; they don't know why she asked such a dumb question, and they kind of have to stumble around to answer it. Here's the weird thing about it. It's meant to be satire, obviously. It's meant to be funny, but it comes off as almost better than than like History Channel documentaries. And I can't really explain why. It's it's like she's subversing, she's subverting it, teaching you something about history, but doing it from this ignorant place. And you actually, I feel like you actually learn a little more because they do always explain the real thing. Like the guy, the expert will go, well, no, that's not how, uh, that's not how volcanoes work. Actually this and this and that. So they tell you real things, but she's always asking it in the stupidest way possible. And it's wonderful. I love it. And I can't and get enough should, of it.
7: And you should watch Kunk on Britain. Uh, they're all on YouTube, at least in the States. I, I have watched everything she's ever done because it's just all on YouTube.
3: Yeah. It's all really uh, good.
7: Kunk on oh. Britain is so funny i've like seen
3: i've seen clips from it but never full episodes i need to get over there.
7: it has quickly become legendary that yeah. that little series
3: well it's uh this is a lot of that it is netflix i hope this means more of it's coming um it's you know cur- currently being universally lauded oh and you guys know the song pump up the jam from the 80s pump up the jam pump yep. it up yeah. get your body moving that thing I don't want to give away why that song matters for this documentary series, but you need to freaking watch it because that will now that song from Technotronic or whatever will now be forever burning your mind in about a hundred different ways. I can't even explain it. You just have to see it. Uh, kunk on earth. Amazing. And uh, yeah, Diane just Morgan's imagine
7: out. if she makes a kunk on America.
3: Oh my gosh. Oh, there's gotta be like, she, and this thing includes a bunch of, like, you know, Civil War stuff and American uh, World War II American stuff and how the nuclear bomb worked and what we did to get it made and all that. So she covers a lot of American stuff, but, uh, you know, they, they keep it real straight laced too. like it's beautifully filmed with lots of soft background focus, beautiful outside shots. She's in Italy and Ireland and all these places. And yeah. and um, it just comes off as an incredibly well made sort of expensive BBC production but she's a total nimrod and made me laugh harder than I've laughed in a long time. So if you're in I'm the so, mood I'm to so laugh. glad
7: it's streaming and you recommended it. Like I say, it's just it's so funny. And we've I just feel like we already recommended it. So it's, it's good to get it out there.
3: Yeah, it's really, really good. Anyway, uh, there are your recommendations for the week. And uh, these will all be up on quicktms.li. If not in full yet, they will be later when Brian's done with his appointment because he puts those up. And I uh, can't wait to see what you guys bring next week. That'll be a lot of fun. Nicole, thanks for being with us. Oh, she's muted. Yeah, I made it. You made it. <laughs> Woohoo! Have a great week. Brandy, you have the same damn good week, and we'll see you soon. Hey Bobby, guess what? It's That's the end. The end of the show, pretty much. Uh there's some there's a couple of things here. Let's just rip through the final dregs of today's program. Play retro tonight. All right. It's at 3.30 Mountain Time. Normally, it's on Tuesdays. We bumped it to Wednesday this week for reasons. Don't have to get into them, but we're doing that tonight, and I can't wait. So if you want to hang out with me and Brian Dunaway again, then tonight at 3.30 Mountain Time at frogpants.tv is where the live show will be, or you can get the podcast wherever you get your shows, and uh, we'll be back to a normal show tomorrow. Brian will be back. We'll uh, probably have a story or two about his physical therapy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it all went well, and there was nothing to talk about. I don't know. I don't know until he gets here, but it'll be exciting to find out. Patreon.com slash TMS is where you can support your favorite show. Please do. We would love it. It's a brand new month. No better time to get uh, no commercials ever. Our couch parties on the weekend, the pre-show content every day, including today. Me and Bobby did some pre-show. It was great. Yeah. Um, So do check it out. That's Patreon.com slash TMS. Bobby, make sure you tell people at home where they can find you when you're not here because you do a pretty good science podcast. Here,
1: yep the science podcast to do is called all around science and we cover science stuff every week just stuff in the news or what we're thinking about and interested in and we take where we take questions from listeners and and all that kind of stuff so if you like science even a little bit uh, because we are we try to approach it from a non-scientist perspective and from we try to try to, to break it down for you then uh, check out All Around Science.
3: Nice. Do that. You won't regret it. Um, All right. To get out of here, I'm going to do some music. Uh, Again, I don't have proper songs today, so I'm doing video game tracks that I really like. And I wanted to contrast that kind of softer, middler bit that we did earlier uh, with something a little more hardcore. Many of you know I'm a huge fan of the Doom 2016 and Doom uh, Eternal soundtracks, which were done by an amazing musician named Mick Gordon. Mick Gordon. And uh, they're very heavy metal sort of uh, approaches to the Doom stuff, but it really fits and really uh, works for me, and I really like this stuff. And so I'm going to play one of those. This is the Doom 2016 original soundtrack and the track called Rip and Terror. That'll do it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <sighs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I have no time for you.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.